So right now we teach from 6.30 to 9 in the morning and then again from 9 to 11 at night. And then we have the entire rest of our day to go to the beach, hang out at our rooftop pool, or I, I honestly spend most of my time at the co-working space working on my travel blog. <laughs> What's up, you guys? My name is Mikko Karshovsky, and welcome to episode 17 of That Remote Show, where we hear from location-independent entrepreneurs and professionals so you can learn to quit the cubicle and live life on your terms. On today's episode, you're going to hear from Rachel Story, a digital nomad who, along with her husband, has been able to travel all over the world by teaching English online. And this is a topic that I really wanted to have uh, on the show and brought Rachel onto the show because I think teaching English online is one of the easiest and fastest ways to start making money online. And Rachel is one of the top experts on this topic. Uh, And in this episode, we covered everything from the fastest way to get started as an online teacher, how to separate yourselves from the rest of the teachers online so you can charge top dollar and the best places in the world to base yourself from as an online English teacher. And make sure that you check out the show notes for this episode over at thatremotelife.com forward slash episode 17. And that's 17, like the number 17 that's spelled out. Uh, And you should go and do that because Rachel was kind enough to give you guys, the listeners of the show, free access to her ebook that goes into great detail on teaching English online along with a coupon code for 35% off her course that will take you from not knowing anything about teaching online all the way to a pro. Um, and so again, that link is thatremotelife.com forward slash episode 17 and you can find all the show notes uh, along with that coupon code and the link to the free ebook there. But all right, you guys, I won't hold you back any longer. Let's jump into this awesome episode with Rachel Story. All right. Well, Rachel, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, I'm super excited to have you on because you are an expert on one of, I think, one of the best ways to get started making money online uh, if you're just entering this world, which is teaching English online and you've done it for many years now and i'm super excited to be talking to you so thanks for coming by uh, on the show oh yeah for sure i love jamming on this topic because i really do believe it's one of the fastest ways to become a digital nomad and start working remotely yeah so how did you because i think it's interesting how people find out about this stuff so how did you first come across the topic of teaching english online uh, and what made you want to do that in the first place Well, I've been in the ESL industry for a while, and that's how my life living abroad and traveling internationally started. I moved to China to teach English back in 2010 because Sasha and I couldn't find jobs in the States. And Sasha's your husband. Yes, Sasha Mm -hmm. is my husband and co-owner of Grateful Gypsies. And so... When we started dating in 2008, 2009, that was like the height of the economic recession. Mm. And we both have degrees for the kinds of jobs that are the first to go (laughs) in that situation. So I have a degree in music industry studies and Sasha has a degree in telecommunications with a focus on video editing. 
So yeah, like I said, first jobs to go. So we just kept hitting dead end after dead end after dead end. Um, and Sasha had already lived in Beijing for a year teaching English. And he was like, it's great. You'll love it. Full time is 25 hours a week. And I just got so fed up with just trying to find a job in America. I was like, sweet, let's go. And um, so we moved to China and we were teaching English there for a while. And then there was one point in time when we went back to the States for a visit. And one of Sasha's brothers mentioned that he was teaching English online. And I was like, it kind of like blew my mind. And I was like, what, really? That sounds cool. Um, so it was just kind of an idea that I kept in the back of my mind for a long time. Then uh, Sasha applied for a study ab abroad program in Bali. It's a free program that they pay you a stipend for. You don't get any sort of like official certificate for it, but you do get a residence permit, which is really hard to get in Bali, and that allows you to stay longer and not have to do visa runs and stuff like that. So we had just gotten married, so we kind of just treated it like a year-long honeymoon. Like, oh, our honeymoon is going <laughs> to live in Bali. But you have to have some sort of specialized skill to get a job in Bali as a foreigner. And teaching English isn't such a big thing there, primarily due to the, to, uh, they have a different economic situation than, than East Asia. So we managed to save up a bunch of money and Sasha's really good at crunching numbers. So he sat down and figured out, okay, if we only spend this much money a month, then we can live on our savings and be okay. He was already doing some freelance writing at the time and he was getting the stipend from the program. So that's when I started focusing on growing our travel blog because I all of a sudden had all this time to do so. But I knew that teaching online was a thing because of Sasha's brother. So in the meantime of learning how to grow a travel blog, I started looking into teaching online. Um, and finally, by the end of our time in Bali, we were only going to be there for like another month, I found VIP Kid. And at first, it sounded too good to be true, honestly. <laughs> um, but I, I saw that the company was based in China and that all of their students were Chinese and that I met all of their requirements. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a chance and apply and see what happens. And it was like 10 or 11 o'clock at night when I finished filling out the application and, and hit send. I woke up at 9 a.m. the next day with an email inviting me to an interview. And wow. Really, the rest is history. That was three years ago. So when you're teaching people English online, like what sort of people are you teaching? Are these kids? Are these adults that are Chinese and want to learn English? Or like what's the situation there? My students with VIP Kid are all kids. They're all in the 5 to 12-year-old range. They have some younger, some older, but that's the primary age range of their students. There are other online teaching jobs where you can teach adults, but for my specific job, I teach kids. Mm, and so how do you like find, okay, so let's say that you, you sign up for this website. Like what are they looking for in terms of like, you know, you said that you match their qualifications. Like what do you need to have in order to start teaching English online? For, for, for VIP Kid, they prefer for you to have a school year of, teaching experience, which they have a very loose definition for teaching experience. It's really just experience with kids or experience like 
showing someone how to do something. So if you ever worked as a babysitter or in a daycare center or as a summer camp counselor or even as just a private tutor, that all counts as teaching experience. If you come from like a, a corporate or office work background and you led trainings and showed people how to do things, that counts as teaching experience. Even if you come from the service industry, working as a uh, waitress or waiter, if you trained other waitresses and waiters about how to do their job, that also counts as teaching experience. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is most people, most uh, companies want you to have a bachelor's degree. Um, and it can be in anything though. Like I said, mine's in uh, music industry studies. Uh, and then the other thing is uh, some sort of English teaching certification such as a TEFL or TESOL. Um, and that those rules have kind of changed recently. Um, a lot of online teaching companies have sprouted up in China over the last couple of years. So the Chinese government stepped in and said, okay, we need to make sure that we're still providing high quality education to these online students. So your teachers must have a, an English teaching certification. It changed from being preferred to being required. That being said, they have not shown how they plan to enforce this mm. aside from companies just saying you, you have this, you meet this qualification so you're hired. No, you don't meet it so you're not hired. So it's still kind of playing out a little bit. But according to the government, as of March of this year, that did go into effect. But those are the three big things. Isn't there also something about, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I've read this somewhere, that they don't want people with accents, right? Like they want people with like American accents, right? Okay, so, so that's a good question because there are some online English teaching jobs that will only hire North Americans. And I do believe that that is primarily because they want that North American accent. I think there's more to it than that, though. It goes beyond just the accent. When it comes to teaching kids, they get confused far easily with adults. And let's be honest, like there are so many different types of English. There's North American English, and even then there's like differences between American and Canadian English. And then there's British English, there's Australian English. Each of those types of English, like they have their own vocabulary, they have their own grammar rules. And so when it comes to teaching kids, I think it's more about the consistency of that vocabulary and the grammar. I think it has more to do with that than it does the accent. But there are several online English teaching jobs that will hire any native English speaker regardless of your accent. Gotcha. And what about, so I kind of like browsed around this topic when I was first getting started with like working online. Um, because I was looking to make money initially, like, you know, what's the like fastest, easiest way to do so. And the reason why I didn't pursue that was because I'm a college dropout. So I don't have a bachelor's degree. So for people that are out there that are in my situation, are there still possibilities in this industry or, do, or should they just look somewhere else? There are still possibilities if you don't have a bachelor's degree. There are some online tutoring platforms that you can get hired on. The difference is that they pay less. So you have to teach more classes, work harder, or, or get another side hustle to kind of complement that. 
Gotcha. And like, is there anything that you can like, are there any sort of like things that you can take like classes or get any sort of certifications that can like negate you not having a bachelor's degree? Like, can you like, for example, go to VIP kid and say, which I know is kind of like the premiere. That's where like all the, yeah. And so is it something where I can say like, oh, well, I don't have a bachelor's degree, but I have this XYZ certification. Is there something like that? For VIP kid, no. They're very strict on having a bachelor's degree. Uh, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm pretty sure it's just a selling point for the, the parents mm-hmm. and families that they're, that they're trying to pitch their services to. Um, but there are some other companies that will accept a TEFL or TESOL certificate in lieu of a bachelor's degree. Gotcha. And if anyone's listening right now who is still enrolled in university, there are also some jobs that will hire you if you're in your last year of study. So as long as you're working towards a degree, you can still get a job teaching English online. Okay, cool. So let's let's talk a little bit about what it's like to be a teacher and what you can expect that experience to be like, right? So First of all, like what the what can somebody expect to be paid for being a teacher and like how many hours a week do you have to work? So on average, with with the best online English teaching jobs, you can expect to earn anywhere between $22 and $26 per hour. Now, keep in mind that this is just an average. The way that most companies break it down is you're getting paid per class. And with VIP Kid, the classes are 25 minutes each. And with a majority of the other online teaching jobs, it's pretty similar. Uh, there aren't that many online teaching jobs where you're teaching hour-long classes. The max is 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're getting paid per class. Uh, for me, for VIP Kid, their base pay is between 7 and $9 per class, per 25-minute class. And then they have a $2 bonus per class that's really easy to get. So that, so for me, I, I'm at the $9 per class pay right now because I've been doing it for so long. You can, you can qualify for a raise every other contract. Contracts are six months. Um, so I always get the bonus because it's really easy to get. So then I'm getting $11 per class. You get two classes in a row, that's $22. Now... Uh, there's also the option to get another $2 bonus, and that is a, that we, I call that the short notice strategy, and that is when a class gets booked inside of 24 hours of the start time. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, that brings it up, if you get a short notice class, that brings it up to $13 per class. You get two of those in a row, that's $26 for the hour. So that's why I say it's an average. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're teaching uh, 20 hours a week, so that's 40 classes, you can expect to earn around $2,000 a month. Okay, gotcha. And is it, this is one of the things that I've never fully understood is like, how do you get classes? Like, do you always have the same kids or do you have like the same group of kids like for like a month? Like, how does that exactly work? Some online teaching companies, they assign the students to the teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, with those jobs, uh, you have a little bit more flexibility. Those, their cancellation policies are a little bit less strict. Because, and there's also a slightly higher guarantee that you're going to have classes because the company is matching you. 
but with VIP Kid, the parents choose the teacher. So even though it's not on you as the teacher to market yourself, it is on you to make yourself liked, to present like a fun class where the kid's having a great time, but they're also still meeting the learning objectives. Uh, so it, and, and the parents can kind of hold their teachers to a high standard. So there can be a little bit of pressure in that regard. Um, but pretty much it's about being consistent. If you show them that you have, if you're available for the same hours week after week and you have a consistent schedule, you're gonna be more likely to get more regular students that way because I feel like that's what a lot of parents want. They want consistency in their child's ESL classes. They don't wanna be skipping around to a bunch of different teachers and then having the, um, because the lesson content is the same for each class because the company makes it, but the way you deliver it is, is different from teacher to teacher. Uh, so I think that's the biggest thing is being consistent with your hours, presenting a fun class, making the parents like you, and that comes down to really understanding what the parents expect. And the longer you do it, the more things you kind of learn over time. Mm -hmm. So is there like a lot of competition on this platform like for example like vip kid like is it possible that i can go on there and make a profile and just not see anybody sign up for like weeks or is it pretty standard that you sign up you get a profile and you tend to be matched with a class pretty quickly like what does that process look like so the latter of what you just said is correct um you sign up, you get hired, you make your profile, you need to post some videos and um, you need to post a video of yourself and a couple of photos so they can see what you look like, hear your voice, all that. Um, and so you can kind of try to sell yourself a little bit in your video. There are some different tips and strategies you can do with your video. And in the past, when VIP Kid was still, I mean, they're still in a growing phase, but when they were first beginning to grow, there were a lot of issues with people getting hired and then just not having a class for a long time. Uh, but this is an issue that VIP Kid has addressed. Um, and I refer a lot of teachers, and so I can see their progress because my referral bonus depends on them teaching a class. So I'm constantly watching to see, did they teach class yet? Did they teach class yet? And so um, lately, a lot of my referrals, at least in like the last year, they've gotten a class pretty immediately after getting hired. Now, um, the thing is, your schedule will be slow to fill. Um, you're not going to immediately have every single time slot filled right, after, right off the bat. And that's why I say that you need to have a consistent schedule, um, because you control what times you teach. It's entirely up to you, and it's really flexible. You can open as many teaching time slots as you please. There are certain time frames where your classes are more likely to get booked, and t uh, parents can book classes two weeks in advance. Um, but you can open your schedule for more than two weeks out, and the parents can see that. Even mm -hmm. though they can't book those classes, they can see that you have that availability. So I think that's a big part of it, and I think that's one of the biggest things. I'm going to keep going back to this, having a consistent schedule. Mm. Okay, what you said that the companies make the teaching plans. That yep. cuz that's always been one of those things it's like okay, like the class starts and then you need to come up with like how to teach them online. Like what exactly does the class the like 
the actual course content look like and how do you interact with it and then teach it to the kids? It's made as a PowerPoint presentation and VIP Kid has built their own platform. So you go in the classroom and that lesson plan is already there because they have their curriculum divided up into different units, you know, and that's based on your level. And then those units are broken down into uh, lessons. And so the students just go lesson by lesson. And so that lesson is already loaded up into the classroom when you log in. And there's a big box. One part of the box is for the PowerPoint. And the mouse turns into a pen. So you can write on the slides. Some of them are interactive for the lower levels. You can drag and drop pictures and move things around on the screen. And then there's two smaller boxes, and that's for your video. So you can see the student, and they can see you. Mm, and how many students are you teaching at a time normally? Like, what's like a class look like? VIP Kid is one-on-one. Oh, wow. But, okay. Yeah, VIP Kid is one-on-one, but there are some other uh, jobs that are one-on-four. So say ABC, for example, that's another platform that's owned by VIP Kid, and that is their platform where they hire uh, all native English speakers, not only North Americans, mm -hmm. and um, those classes are one teacher to four students. It's, you don't always have four students, but it's a max of four students per class. So let's say that somebody who's listening to this is interested in starting to work online and wants to kind of get into this whole location independent space. Um, and they think that this might be a good way to get started. Like, what would you recommend they do in order to both improve their chances of getting a job through one of these, you know, um, platforms? And then what can they do to also, you know, make more money through the platforms? So to get started, I think it's a good idea to identify the parts of your life that, that you can put on your application as having teaching experience. So like I already mentioned, babysitting, daycare, trainings, any of those things, tutoring, uh, that counts as teaching experience. So sit down and like write down all the things that you've done that count as teaching experience. And then while you're still living somewhere in the same place before you take off on your travels, uh, find other ways in your community to get more teaching experience. And that could be anything from like volunteering at the children's shelter, going and reading books to kids in a daycare center. Uh, if you have time, you could sign up to be a substitute teacher in the public school system wherever you live. There are lots of different opportunities to get more teaching experience within your own community that a lot of people just don't even realize. Mm, and so then that, you know, you can then put that on your profile and that will help your chance to like get those jobs. Yes, exactly. And then I think the second thing that's really good to do is to get a TEFL certification because not only does it look good on an application, but it'll also teach you a lot of different sort of methods and strategies for teaching the English language. And it gives really good tips on like how to teach how to teach vocabulary and how to teach grammar because as a native English speaker, that's like I had to completely le relearn how to teach the English language because when it's just natural, it's really hard to explain the hows and the whys and the way that it all fits together. Um, so um, 
And yeah. where can people, where would people go to get that certification and like what's involved in the process of getting that certification? I think the best and fastest way is to do it online because there are lots of different um, companies providing uh, TEFL courses. Uh, and when you're doing it online, it's completely self-paced and you can do it on your own time. So even if you're still working in like a full-time job, you can do it in the evenings, on weekends, and you can, and it's much cheaper that way. Um, I have two companies that I recommend. One that I got my TEFL certificate from, it's called Bridge TEFL. Their courses are really good and they have a lot of different options. And last year they launched a completely new TEFL course specific to teaching English online. And I know that some people might think, oh, well, I just want this to be a side hustle. I didn't know I was going to have to get another certification. Their um, online teaching TEFL course is two um, 60-hour courses. You can combine them if you want to get the full 120-hour certification. But the initial 60-hour foundations in teaching online is all you need. Most of these online teaching companies just want to see that you have a TEFL certificate. They, it doesn't need to match a certain number of hours. Teaching abroad in a school is a different story. I just want to point that out. Gotcha. So in order to teach online, one of those courses you said is like 60 hours. So potentially you could do it in one month if you dedicated like two hours a day. And then what is it like? What is the cost associated? Like, is it like a hundred bucks or is it like a thousand bucks to take these courses? Um, each 60 hour course is 195. So oh, just okay. under 200 bucks. And then you can, uh, if you want to, you can bundle the two and save a little bit. Mm, okay. So that's, you know, pretty affordable. Like potentially somebody could be listening right now, decide to do this next month. They could take this course, pay 200 bucks and then be on their way to, you know, getting money online. That's yep. great. Mm -hmm. So let's say that does happen. Like let's say somebody listening decides to go for this. This is an easy way for them to start making money online. They do that. They take the course they get the certification, they get on uh, one of the platforms. And I'd love to at some point hear like what your recommended platforms are. But first I wanna hear like, what does a day look like for you, right? So like, when do you teach? Like, how do you like, just what is like a day in the life of an English teacher online look like? So for me, I'm in Mexico. We're based in Puerto Vallarta for the summer. Um, and the time difference from here to China is 13 hours. And the prime time for kids taking English lesson is in the evening, once they've had dinner and they're winding down for the day. So that's early in the morning here. So right now, at the time of recording, it's July. And we double our teaching hours in July and August because the kids are on summer holiday from their regular school. So mm. they take more online English class. So they're still getting that practice. And VIP Kid has done a great job of creating sort of like extracurricular online English classes. So they're not having to meet strict lesson objectives and learning goals, but they're still getting that English and they're still practicing. And it's just fun. It's like a fun summer class. So right now we teach from 6.30 to 9 in the morning and then again from 9 to 11 at night. And then we have the entire rest of our day to go to the beach, hang out at our rooftop pool, or I, I honestly spend most of my time at the co-working space working on my travel blog. <laughs> so, 
sure. <laughs> that's what I do with the rest of my day. Um, but that's our schedule for July and August. The rest of the year, when we're on this side of the world in the Americas, we teach from about six to nine in the morning, and then that's it. We have the rest of our day to, you know, explore, work on our blog, um, take a nap, <laughs> you know, do whatever. Um, and and outside of the summer months, if we are just living in a place for a month or more, we'll also add some classes on Friday or Saturday night just to kind of boost our monthly earnings. Sure. So what do you like? What does your income look like with those two different? Like what do you guys like or what do you make like right now through teaching English online with like the five hours a day? I think I did the math right. And then like what what would you be making per month if you're doing your normal like three hours a day? That for the normal in the normal three hour a day month we do three hours a day five or six days a week so that's eighteen to twenty hours usually that brings us about anywhere around fifteen hundred dollars a month to upwards of eighteen hundred dollars a month um, you can add to that by referring people Pretty much every single one of these online teaching jobs, they, they offer big referral bonuses to their current teachers to bring in new teachers. Um, mm. So that definitely boosts your How does that work? Earnings. So you get a special link, kind of like you would for like a, an affiliate. So you have your affiliate or your referral link. Um, whoever wants to apply, they click on your referral link, and that just immediately takes them to the normal... Um, application page so they'll have to create a login first and then they just enter all of their information and then they they go through the process and then once they teach a class that's when you get your referral bonus so you are incentivized to coach them and kind of push them through the process because because they need to teach that class first so then do you just get like one bonus per teacher or is it something like every time they teach a class you get a little like it's something. just one bonus per okay. teacher. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Cool. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, like you could be like, you know, get all the referrals in there and get that passive income, yeah. you know? <laughs> right. That's cool. No, so what do you do? So how do you then like travel with this? Because you said it's really important to have, you know, like a set schedule. And we know that when you travel, you know, like your schedule gets a little bun like messed up. So how exactly do you deal with that when you're on the road and not just based out of a location for a long period of time? So when you're staying somewhere for a longer period of time, you've got this consistent schedule, you're building regular students, these students who take your class again and again and again, you are required to leave feedback after every class. So when you know that you've got a trip coming up, you're going to move somewhere, you're going to do a little bit of sightseeing and like fast paced travel in between getting to your next destination, you can just let them know in your feedback, like, hey, I'm going to be traveling for these dates. Don't worry, I'm going to have my schedule open again. Uh, I might have some classes available during this time that I'll be traveling, so just keep an eye on my schedule. So you can just alert your students and let them know. Also, uh, VIP Kid has a function where you can put in your travel dates, and then they can look at your schedule and see, oh, Rachel's traveling from this day to this day. Um, another trick that, or strategy, I should call it, we call it our wander planning technique, and that is sort of, it, it requires a bit of advanced planning. So you can't really do like the um, spontaneous backpacker style travel as an online teacher when you need to be teaching classes. So 
with a little bit of advanced planning and knowing where you're going to be staying and what the internet options are, you can figure out like how many classes you'll be able to teach when you get to that new spot. You already, you've asked like, you know, the Airbnb host or whoever for their internet speeds and all that. And so you know that you're going to be able to teach. Um, once you get there, just test the internet and make sure that everything is working and then open classes. So you shouldn't have any classes booked at least like within the first, the first day and the day after you arrive in a new place. Cause you want to get there first, make sure everything's working properly because if it isn't, then you have a little bit of buffer time to figure something else out. And we've run into that issue twice now, once in Cusco and then in uh, Guatemala earlier this year. Um, and so it's nice to have that extra bit of time where you haven't booked any classes, where you can work out any issues that you might have. Then you can open your classes short notice once you know that everything is working as it should be. So with just a little bit of advanced planning and communication with your students, that's really the best way to go about dealing with that. Gotcha. And have you found that there's some places in the world that lend themselves better to being a teacher online, right? Like obviously a lot of these kids that you're working with are in China. So they're in that time zone. Like do you, have you found through your travels that like, oh man, this one place that we're at worked so perfectly with this and everything fell into place. Like what are those places that you'd recommend to people just getting started that are like really great place for them to go to and base themselves out of as they start teaching English? Okay. So for me and pa Sasha personally, I'll just go ahead and be honest. We we're kind of lazy. <laughs> we're not like super go-getters. It's not that we don't like teaching English online. We love it. It's just, we're just lazy. We don't like to work very hard. So, um, we try to travel in places with lower costs of living so that, so that we don't have to work that much. And so on this side of the world in the Americas, um, I'm kind of, I'm totally about to contradict myself, but Chile is great because I really liked the time zone in Chile. We would teach classes from 7.30 in the morning to about 11 in the morning. And, and I thought that was great because I'm a night owl. I like to stay up late, sleep in a little bit. Um, so Chile was perfect for that. However, the costs of things in Chile are not quite so low. Mm. <laughs> so I'll just, that's why I said I'm about to contradict myself. Um, but then other places that are great that I, there's this one part of the world that I've had my eye on for a long time and that is Eastern Europe because I've been told that the cost of travel, living, everything around like the Balkans is much lower than Western Europe. Um, and the hours in Eastern Europe, you would be teaching class from like uh, 10 or 11 a.m. to like 3 or 4 p.m. So that would jive really well with my night owl tendencies. Um, I just haven't had a chance to make it to Europe yet. Yeah, but so yeah. it sounds like if you're like in that part of the world, you might have a bit more of like a normal work schedule in terms of like when you're actually putting, putting in those work hours. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think one thing that's important to do before you start teaching online and traveling is to take a hard look at yourself and figure out what you need. Because when you become a digital nomad, one of the amazing things of living this lifestyle is being able to lean in to your own tendencies of how you like to live your life instead of trying to work against them. So rather than forcing yourself to wake up early and do things at times that you're not good at doing things, 
lean into that and figure out what times you work best and what time you want to be waking up. And, you know, are you a night owl? Are you an early riser? You know, like take a hard look at yourself and then you can kind of decide where you want to go based on that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I also think like when you're just getting started, it's really good to test those things because like you think you might know, but if you've never been given the opportunity to actually experiment, like you might be a night hour and you don't know it, you know, right. like because you, you've had to get up at five or six every morning to go to work or whatever. So yeah, I always say is like take like the first, like take like a couple weeks or a month to kind of like experiment with those different types of like work schedules and then just decide like what you like best and then lean into it. Like you were saying, that's very cool. So, um, one of the last things that I want to touch on is I know you guys have a course for helping people get started with, you know, if they want to become teachers online what does that course uh, actually entail and how can it get people, how can it help people get started with this? So the course is called Teaching for Freedom, How to Earn a Legit Income Teaching English Online. And I threw in that word legit because like I was saying, when I first found this online teaching job, it sounded too good to be true, but it's not. Like you can earn a legit income. There's like no catch or no fine print to the money that you can earn teaching English online. So the course starts out with identifying your existing teaching experience, what we've been talking about in this interview. And then from there, I teach you the specific teaching techniques that every single job looks for. And so knowing those techniques will help you nail your interview with the job of your choice, whichever job you wanna try and go for, knowing these techniques will help get you there. Then I introduce you to all of the best online English teaching jobs complete with a video walkthrough of their um, application process. And then the rest of the course is based around the travel. So I, I teach you about you know, keeping a consistent schedule and how to keep your schedule full of adoring students and how to avoid teacher burnout because that's very important, self-care. Doing this kind of work is, is something to be at top of mind. And then ultimately our, our wander planning technique that I mentioned earlier. And it's meant to take you from, you know, working in this job, this office job, full-time job that you might not like to having a job that you can use to earn money wherever you are in the world with decent Wi-Fi. <laughs> Have to throw that in there because you're not going to be teaching any classes in remote places with no Wi-Fi. Um, but yeah, and it just gives you that freedom to go where you want, when you want, without having to ask someone for permission, which is why I titled the course Teaching for Freedom. And I'm very excited to offer your audience a 35% discount because I want to make this accessible to everyone because I really do think it's the fastest way to start working remotely. And if they just go to the course, courses.gratefulgypsies.com, choose the course Teaching for Freedom, Go to enroll like you normally would, then at checkout, enter the coupon code Remote Teachers 2019. And you'll put that in the show notes, right? Oh, yeah, so yeah, absolutely. To, like, I'll, write it down. I will put all this in the show notes. So uh, if you guys are interested in this, head on over to the show notes of this episode um, and you'll be able to find all of those links and, and head over there. But yeah, thank you so much. That was That's so awesome. That's 35% off. Like, I just think that this is such a good way, like, even if you've never thought about teaching online and maybe it's not like your long-term 
remote work goal. I think it's such a great way to get started in this lifestyle. And like I say, like earn your digital nomad wings. You know, it's like you get your like location independent wings and you can like, you know, fly uh, to continue that analogy there. But That's I think such it's such a great <laughs> analogy. <laughs> yeah. I always say like I got my remote wings, you know, with like a, a first job that like wasn't something that I wanted to do, but it got me out there, you know, and it taught me the skills that I needed in order to, you know, keep moving forward. And I think that this is a very low cost and easy way to get started and, you know, just head out there. So that's amazing. Um, and what was the link for the, uh, for that course again? It's courses.gratefulgypsies.com. And then this particular course is called teaching for freedom. Awesome. Well, very, very cool. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by. And I have one last question before you head out, because I did say that this was something we were going to mention is, can you give us like the top three, or four like places um, like to teach online? Like I know VIP Kids is one, but then like what are some of the other ones that people can check out? And I'm sure this is something that's in the courses as well, but in case people just want to like research them before that. Sure. So um, yeah, there's VIP Kid. Uh, Say ABC, like I said, is owned by VIP Kid, and um, that is their platform where they hire all native English teachers. Go Go Kid is another really good one. It's It's pretty much modeled after VIP Kid. They, but it's another one of those that only hire North Americans. Um, for everyone else, Dada, it used to be called Dada ABC, but now it's just called Dada. They're really good. Also, iTutor Group is really good. And then um, Cambly is a really good tutoring platform. So that's where people should go if they don't if they don't have a bachelor's degree and if they would rather be teaching adults and doing it kind of more flexibly on their own time. Mm. Is there any, I'm sorry, this question just popped into my head. Is there any benefit or any sort of strategy that includes you signing up for multiple of these places and kind of like pulling together different classes? Or do you say like just pick one and stick with that one? Absolutely. Go with more than one. Yeah, for sure. Because you're, you're, you're not an employee with any of them. Mm, okay, so you're you an can... independent contractor. So there's gotcha. nothing stopping you from working for more than one. And especially in the beginning, because you're not going to have a full schedule right off the bat, going with more than one is a really great, great way to earn more money and get more practice. Like Sasha does both VIP Kid and GoGo Kid, and I'm also about to apply to apply for GoGo Kid just because. Why not? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really great. You know, especially like you said in the beginning, is maybe one of those platforms can't fill your schedule. So sign up for multiples to get that schedule. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for coming by uh, the show. Like I said, uh, all the links and that discount code will be in the show notes. So uh, head on over to the show notes to get that. Rachel, thank you so much for stopping by. I I had so much fun. And where can people uh, find you online, like social media or anything like that? Or, you know, what's like your your website that you mentioned? Yeah, our website is gratefulgypsies.com. And then we are Grateful Gypsies on all the social media. We've got a Facebook page, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest. We're everywhere. The, but the whole thing. We are the whole thing, but we are most active on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And if you enjoy watching videos, you know, like I said, Sasha actually has a degree in video editing. And so I personally think his videos are great, but I'm biased. awesome all right well thank you so much for stopping by thanks for having me